Welcome to the Seeing with Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson, where she shares more than 30 years' experience in the world of astrology. Hi, welcome to another Seeing with Stars podcast. I'm Steph Johnson, and in this podcast, I'm talking about planetary weather in 2024. At the beginning of the calendar year and at various other times during the year, we astrologers look and we see, well, what are the big shifts? What are the big changes? Are there any big planetary shifts or is it a fairly quiet year? Well, there is a big shift in 2024 and this one is all about Pluto. Pluto has been in Capricorn since January 2008. In 2023, it moved around back and forth a little bit, but it really shifts in 2024. So on January the 21st, Pluto moves out of Capricorn and into Aquarius. And it only goes back into Capricorn from September the 2nd until November the 20th. And then it finally moves right into Aquarius and stays there until March the 9th, 2043. That's a lot of years. We astrologers see this as a big shift. Now, so big that last year I did a podcast entirely on Pluto and Aquarius. And you can listen to that again, I would suggest, as a bit of a refresher. But when Pluto has been going through Capricorn, we've been talking about corporation, big corporation, things changing, things toppling. We've been looking at people in positions of power, such as Donald Trump. There's been a necessity for people in power to really be working with integrity, otherwise they get toppled. It's like Capricorn, the goat, the mountain goat who gets to the top of the mountain but needs to do so in a way that is inclusive, that brings other people up the mountain as well, not one where they sit and maintain control. So what shifts when Pluto goes into Aquarius? Well, I think the big shift occurs in several ways. To me, Aquarius is about many things. It's about invention. It's about people. It's about groups. It's about recognizing ourselves as a group of human beings rather than individuals with different faiths, colors, creeds, etc. I think Aquarius is also about working the land. It's about making sure that the new inventions are not at the expense of the environment. A lot of environmentalists are really connected with Aquarius. And Aquarius is also about artificial intelligence. Aquarius is an air sign, it's fixed air, and it's inventive. So we're going to see with Pluto and Aquarius, and also, I'll talk about it a little bit later, Jupiter in Gemini, those two things are going to say that artificial intelligence is really here to stay and big time. I think that... Pluto in Aquarius is also going to challenge the pharmaceutical companies. I think they're going to really need to be acting with integrity. So I think the whole thing about COVID and the vaccinations, whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, that's not the point. The point is the integrity around that will be brought to light. Individually, anyone with Capricorn in their chart is going to see a reprieve. I've lived long enough that I had Pluto and Scorpio over planets and Pluto over Sagittarius in planets, and they were big years. So if you've got planets in Capricorn, you're going to see an assimilation or an integration of the lessons learnt. And for Aquarius, if you've got sun, moon, 
rising sign in Aquarius or the personal planets Mercury, Venus, Mars in Aquarius, then you're going to see some big changes coming in your life, which you may be well aware of. They may be part of, a, as, as I call it, the cycle of life. Just to give you a bit of a flavour, because I know when we do astrology, we often take for granted that people kind of have the knowledge that we have in our minds. If we go back to Pluto in Scorpio, we had the whole issue of sexuality, Scorpio being quite intensely personal, but people's personal sexuality was brought to life because we had the AIDS epidemic. And that, of course, brought to light the whole underground movement of the gay people forced to be underground because they were not accepted in society. So the positive side from a tragedy, because AIDS was a tragedy, was that the sexuality was brought to life. It was brought from underground to light, Pluto being the god of the underworld, bringing things to life. And then when it went through Sagittarius, we had some big issues around sports. The Olympic Committee, I think, that was when they had some big politics in that sporting community, which is what Sagittarius is connected to. But most prominently that we would all know about was that's when the abuse, the terrible abuse of children within the Orthodox Church was brought to life. Again, bringing things from the past, and bringing them to light, which is a very big role of the planet Pluto. And so, as I said, as it moved on and into Capricorn, we had things from the corporate world being brought to life. And we also had some individuals who have big Capricorn transits. Russell Brandt is one, for instance. He has Capricorn rising. There are issues being brought up to light, to be looked at in the light of day. And so as we go into Aquarius, I really think we're going to be looking at the power of groups, the power that's behind any of the pharmaceuticals or any of the inventions. But I think the other thing that can be very much linked to the air signs with Jupiter going into Gemini and this Pluto in Aquarius is social media. Very much Aquarius is about the social connections that we have, the like-minded people that we have, the people who support us, the people who we oppose or who are opposed to us. And social media, I think, is going to get a huge overhaul. I'm not sure in what way, but certainly the people who are in power, like the Zuckerbergs of the world, are going to be brought into the public attention. So if they've done things with integrity, they are safe. Personally, I would not have changed the little sweet Twitter birdie to an X, a black X, as Pluto was going into Aquarius. So I would say, watch this space. Another shift that's occurring in 2024 is Jupiter. Jupiter is considered a very lucky planet and it's moving out of Taurus. Now, when Jupiter's been in Taurus, we've all been looking at our resources, the planetary resources. If you've had Taurus in your chart, you've certainly been looking at things like, do I have enough to send my children to a private school or a state school? Do I have enough to retire? Uh, how do I make my money? Do I want to make more? Have I got a side hustle? Can I turn that into a business? All sorts of things that are to do with resources. And we need to look at, as Jupiter moves through Taurus, whether or not we're being greedy. We don't want greed to be because Jupiter's about more, which is great. We all want more, more of the good things, but there's also a point of when is enough enough? 
So these have been the themes of Jupiter in Taurus, but in May, on May the 26th, Jupiter moves out of Taurus and into Gemini. Now, whenever Jupiter moves into your sign, you can generally think, well, that's good. Generally speaking, it's a sign that life's about to take off and some of the goals that you've had, because Jupiter rules goals, are likely to take off. I have always said that Donald Trump will be back in 2024. Now, this may or may not come to fruition. It's just something that I have thought. And it certainly hasn't looked like it has it in recent times that he would be able to come back into the presidency. I'm not sure how he's going to come back, but I do believe that he's about to enter into a very lucky time again. This is just the plan. It's not about whether I like Donald Trump or not. It's not about what my politics are. When we do astrology, we have to try as much as possible to be objective. When I first started journalism before Rupert Murdoch, we were trained to be as objective as possible, that we were simply observers. And I really appreciate this in training, in being training for becoming an astrologer. Jupiter tells you about your goals in life and in particular the areas where you're likely to succeed. It's the planets of expansion. It's the planet of expansion, abundance and wisdom. Ancient astrologers called Jupiter the great benefic because it was believed that it bestowed riches and rewards on individuals and it was the planet that was associated with kings and lords and people in other places. They would look up, the court astrologers would look up at the moment a child was born, do they have a, a chart of a king or not? Jupiter is also associated with being plentiful and benevolent, it's tolerant and expansive. It's the first of what we call the social planets. So Jupiter seeks insight through knowledge. This is the planet of exploration through study, travel, higher learning, and in my opinion, it's the getting of wisdom. So it's not just about, I know more than you know, it's about what knowledge, what experience is making you wise. Let's talk a little bit about Gemini, for those of you who may or may not know much about Gemini. It's changeable, flexible, flexible physically and emotionally, curious, unreliable. Geminis love variety, they hate to be bored dexterous, mentally and or physically dexterous, good, great hand-eye coordination, agile, handy, graceful, tactful. Now I was thinking Sagittarius is the opposite to Gemini and, and Sagittarians are known for having foot and mouth disease or being tactless. So clearly Gemini as the opposite are tactful. And Gemini is associated with all things communicative. So verbal communications, uh, transport links, you know, like trains who connect one thing to another. So how does Jupiter, the planet of expansion, work in Gemini, the sign of flexibility? Jupiter goes into Gemini on May the 26th this year, 2024, and exits June the 10th, 2025. So if Jupiter in Sagittarius is like a king sitting on a throne because Jupiter in Sagittarius is in rulership, they're so strongly connected that Jupiter is said to rule Sagittarius. So this is like the king or queen sitting on a throne. The king is all-powerful and benevolent, 
ruling his own kingdom. So if Jupiter's in the opposite sign of Gemini and it's considered to be in detriment, is it that the king becomes scattered, vague, indecisive? I'm not sure. I think that if Jupiter in Sagittarius is the king or queen, then Jupiter in Gemini is the young prince or princess who is unsure, but who is a king in training. Nevertheless, this is Gemini, and so Jupiter is not considered quite as strong. So what I think is happening is, like the prince or princess who's in training and learning, there might be some elements of misjudgment. And so it's a period when we all need to be wary of jumping in too quickly, but it's also a period where we can do lots of learning. And the positive side is that as Jupiter enters Gemini, it's also what we call trine Pluto. So this is saying that there's much to learn and that we can learn. So I think Jupiter and Gemini, generally speaking, is going to be new technology, new transport, but the types that need to be fully tested and that it's going to be risk-taking perhaps, but we need to make sure that we're not taking too many risks. If you have Jupiter and Gemini in your birth chart, then you're having what is called a Jupiter return. So you can look back, Jupiter goes through the zodiac every 12 years. So you can look back approximately 12 years and see what was happening then. But this is a whole new good chapter of your life. And as I said, if you have any personal planets in Jupiter, in Gemini, Jupiter in Gemini is also going to give you a positive boost. In astrology, we also talk about conjunctions. So this is where two planets come together at the same degree in the zodiac. And Jupiter is also conjunct Uranus on April the 21st. And this conjunction is at 21 degrees Taurus. But nevertheless, I think it's one of the many things that are happening in March, April 2024 that signify new beginnings, changes, a need for freedom, people wanting to break free. So let's have a look at some of the things that are happening around that time. Well, we start with the sun's ingress or moving into on March the 20th, where it stays until April the 19th. We also see Venus in Aries. It goes in there on April the 5th. And we also have an eclipse, a solar eclipse, which occurs in Aries on April the 9th. There's a lunar eclipse that starts in March, or is on March the 25th, and that straddles Aries and Libra. So we see that the end of March and then April as being a time where there's a lot of Aries energy and there are a few things that are talking about breaking free, new beginnings, having the freedom to explore. This is definitely what the solar eclipse is all about and Jupiter conjunct Uranus. It's about having the freedom to explore new beginnings, avoiding being impetuous or what I call throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but nevertheless being free to try new things, to not necessarily be traditional. Now, private lives may be strained as you want to break free. Think of that Queen's song, the one I want to, I can't sing, but I want to break free. Look at the lyrics of that. This is the kind of energy that's going on around that time. And so I think this March, April 2024 marks new beginnings. 
And in astrology, as I said earlier, we don't always follow the calendar year as the beginning, but rather we look at the planetary combinations. So is 2024 a big year? I think it is. I think with this Pluto moving into Aquarius, we're going to see a real shift. And then with Jupiter in Gemini as well, we've got two air signs. So a lot of new ideas, a lot around artificial intelligence, space exploration, flight, all of those sorts of things, intellect. And then, as I said, this kind of conglomeration of, let's say, astrological or planetary weather that's happening in March, April, and we see Aries, leadership, new beginnings, action and fire. Don't forget that the nodes, the moon's nodes, are also still straddling Aries and Libra as well. So if you have something in an air sign, which is Gemini, Libra or Aquarius, then this could be a very interesting year for you where you can explore new options, explore ideas. If you've wanted to break free in any part of your life, you can have a look at where can I do that? People are often, up, people closest to us are often upset if we want to make really big changes. Perhaps not. Some might be very, very encouraging of change and love change. It's not necessarily all smooth sailing, but it's also not necessarily extremely negative either just takes a little bit of communication and after all that's an air signs superpower if you like communicating and linking and connecting now if you've got something in fire in aries leo or sagittarius then you are going to want new beginnings as well you're going to be fired up about something to have a look and see well what can i do differently but it may be more of the same, just taking more action because fires action. So maybe burning along the same ground, but just moving forward. Have this kind of impression that the water signs and the earth signs, so Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, and what was that earth I said? Yeah, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, that you're kind of going to be looking at all the air and fire signs going, oh my goodness, I thought we knew them, or what are they up to next? So I'm not saying that things won't change in your life, but I do think this is a very kind of fiery, air, action, new ideas kind of time. And that sometimes earth and water are kind of dragged along <laughs> in the wake rather than kind of being the initiators. But 2024, somebody said to me this morning in Chinese astrology, that's going to be, now the Lunar New Year is usually in late January, February, but the new year is going to be the year of the dragon, which is a very positive one. So that's a little bit about the planetary weather for 2024. I'm Steph Johnson. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Seeing with Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit Stephanie's website at www.seeingwithstars.net. You can follow her on Twitter or Instagram at Seeing the Stars. You're also welcome to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, may the stars shine on your path.